0: It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at keystonesportsnetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone.
1: We're back here on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Dustin Hawksmith with Andrew Pichet. Shifting gears a little bit and the topic, not only in the state of Pennsylvania, in the, in the world of football, I think because of the Eagles' personality, and because of the Patriots' empire-type feel to them, Eagles beating the Patriots 41-33 in Super Bowl 52. I think the Eagles had a lot of one-week-only fans in this one across the country. And I I just can't help but think that this team deserved all those fans. I loved the personality of it from the beginning, and they are Super Bowl champions for the first
0: time. Fly Eagles fly, fly, right? Fly Eagles fly. First Super Bowl, first I-95 quarter, last team in the NFC East to get their Super Bowl championship, all that. Those were were sort of things that they carried around. Underdogs at home in each of the first two games because of the quarterback position. Um, to a degree, I didn't understand why they were a home dog to the Vikings, but anyway, I won't. I won't get that either. Case Keenum versus Nick Foles. That's that's a wash. Come on, yeah. I mean they're they're the home team. It, but besides that, all of that, and it's the city of Philadelphia, the Boy, like it long Super suffering. 1964 was Super Bowl too. They're acting yes. like they
1: were long suffering.
0: Uh, the, in a short nutshell, greatest. One of the greatest Super Bowls ever, if not the greatest. If defense is your fancy, then this wasn't for you. But if you like uh, pure attacking football, this was spectacular. Um, Drama all the way down. And I've said it all along, and Doug Peterson deserves, and Frank Reich, deserve a ton of credit. When you play the Patriots in a big game like this, in the Super Bowl obviously is a big game, you can never, ever, ever look at the clock. You cannot play the yet. clock at all because the Patriots, A, they don't play against the clock and B, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick manipulate the clock. One of the things they did last year when they beat the Falcons is they wore them down by running, the, making the clock go faster and play the game Faster. They're manipulating the clock and the Falcons simply wore down. I didn't think the Eagles defensive front being good and deep, good and deep being the key would get tired. But somehow, you know, early fourth quarter, late third quarter, you, you saw the Eagles starting to get a little, you know, gassed up front on. On defense, and I thought, man, the master manipulating of the clock, but give Doug Peterson and the Eagles credit, they stuck their foot on the gas and kept it down, and you can never, ever, ever play the clock against the Patriots, otherwise they're going to beat you. And the Eagles never did, and they they came out on top.
1: Doug Peterson, Nick Foles, both of these guys, in some way, shape, or form, Foles with all, <clears throat> with all the betting spreads, uh, Peterson... Was whoever these whoever the pundits, analysts, columnists, or whatever, saying that he was unfit for for this matchup, unfit for the job, least qualified coaching NFL? Whoever said all these things, I, I didn't really, I didn't want to go search for that and dignify the because what do we know? Why why would you why would you say something like that? But for Peterson, his personality was just great for this game. The 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 gambler through and through the guy
0: who's, he just does he doesn't seem to care
1: what the brevity of the situation is.
0: You, you remember his learning curve last year as a head coach? He didn't coach like he wanted to coach third and third and three, third and two, fourth and one. He'd punt. he'd run the ball. And I think he came he, he to did, the, he did what the, what the book he said <laughs> he should do. Yeah. And, and he knew at his core, he's not a book coach. And I think one of the things <laughs> That you know when when Howie Rosen was building, or when was building this team and getting him the weapons around Carson Wentz, that was a key factor to all of this. Was they put a lot of dudes around Wentz so that when it, it if it became that Wentz wasn't there, they still had weapons. Yeah, let's Nick Foles was <laughs> dropping dimes, but it it kind of didn't matter to a degree because they had so many weapons around him. But when they were building this. I think Doug made a conscious decision, and I think Frank was kind of Frank Reich was kind of pushing him as the OC coach, like you coach, yeah. Coach Belichick coaches like he wants to coach, and I think you know the the it was the perfect storm of the combination of Doug coaching like he wants to coach, and and that team sort of absorbing the body blows of losing all pro Hall of Fame type caliber. Players, MVP potential type players at position at quarterback, middle linebacker, left tackle, special teams. They kept losing dudes and it didn't matter because Doug stuck to being the coach that he wants to be. And Philly loved him. Along those lines, with
1: whatever it was, 30 some seconds left in the first half, you have an opportunity for the one to just take the points. Take the points, go into the half, whatever the it would have been, um, so they they went in the half twenty with a twenty two twelve lead. Right. They could have taken a lead into the into halftime against the Patriots and settled and, and done the right thing. But he said something along the lines of I wasn't gonna let the offense out there with with 1 yard to go. I wasn't going to leave him high and dry. The last three touchdowns they scored were all on third or fourth down. Correct. And so to do that and have Nick Foles catch the touchdown pass, that's Doug Peterson coaching the way he wants to coach. The, the, that's an unbelievable call.
0: The the call, the play was Philadelphia special and they've had it in for a month. So they've had it in since the playoffs basically started and they decided to use they were 10 to 16 on third down. That's against the Patriots. The, who get off the field. That's, that's yeah. a key right there. And even early in the game, when Ertz jumped off, you know, false start, when they had the goal, the two, I'm like, you can't do that against the Patriots. Cause that costs you four points. Yeah. And you could already tell Doug Peterson's mindset was touchdowns, not field goals. He would have, he took a field goal kicking and screaming because he knew that he had to keep he, touchdowns were the thing that matter. And I think, that was just indicative of it right there. Like, well, this field goal does me no good. And even at the end of the game on the touchdown pass, he even said the field goal does me no good. Right. I'm not kicking a field goal there. So, even if that call would have been overturned and you would have got the Jesse James catch-not-catch thing. It it wasn't the same situation as Jesse James. You
1: watch the two plays. It's different. Three feet down is is the difference there. Absolutely.
0: It's different. And they're going to change the catch rule. But the bottom line was, he's going for it on fourth down if that's overturned. Yeah. Because he knows a field goal does him no good at all, and that was the mentality he had. It was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. The only way you can beat a Belichick team. I think – Forcing teams – because that Patriots
1: defense is not very talented, Andy. Not very talented. it, it, It gets the job done by making the timely plays. They'll give up a lot, the whole bend-but-don't-break cliche. They they will give up a lot, but they will know how to get off the field when the moment comes to get off the field. And then in these typical big games where Jacksonville and, and teams might button up and get tight and, and, and just be grateful for every point they can get, Play the that plays right into the strength of the defense anyway. <clears throat> and the Eagles were just well-positioned to not do what every fallen Patriots opponent has done. And this is a game, Andy, where Tom Brady threw for 505 yards. They could not settle for field goals because the Patriots, Patriots offense was also uniquely positioned to just beat up the Eagles defense. And it, all that they needed, all that they got, the the one big play, the turn uh, was the only. There were two turnovers in the game.
0: The one was Alshon Jeffrey batted the pass, right? That, and that was which just is tough. That's that, tough. That was on unlucky Nick Foles. and lucky. Yeah, that, that's tough on
1: Nick Foles. But for Brandon Graham to to strip sack Tom Brady, what a huge moment to come up with a huge play there. And I think you knew that these dogs uh, up front for the Eagles, somebody was going to do something.
0: Th- somebody had to come up with something as you're watching the game because they weren't the the Patriots never punted they weren't taking themselves off the field yeah right you had to get them off the field at some point and if they don't if the defensive front because the linebackers unfortunately were nearly invisible in that game and the secondary because it's Tom Brady and it's not you know it's not a secondary that's strong inherently to begin with for the Eagles you knew they were going to struggle the linebackers sort of becoming you know MIA was kind of a surprise for me. You knew it had to be somebody on the defensive front had to do something to change that game. Otherwise, Eagles lose. If they don't strip the ball or come up with a turnover in the fourth quarter, do they win, in your opinion? No. I I can't see it. It's it's hard to forecast that. They had never punted. Don't forget. They had never – the Patriots had never punted and not taken themselves off the field and never underestimated the value – 10 for 16 on third down because you were talking about the Patriots defense. They were top five in the league in the red zone in terms of giving up points. Yeah, you'll get your yards, but you kick field goals instead of score touchdowns. Yeah. Doug Peterson's like, yeah, we're not kicking field goals. Yeah. And if I do, I'm going to do it kicking and screaming.
1: Which is awesome.
0: Which is awesome. <clears throat> 1,151
1: total yards. I think that was a record, if I saw correctly, for not just the Super Bowl, but for any postseason game ever. Ever. And so, yeah, if if you if you appreciate defense, if you were looking for a nine three game here, yeah, you were a little disappointed. Everybody else was. Uh, I wanted more. I wanted more football, not from a strategic the Eagles need to win perspective, for a selfish standpoint. I wanted you wanted overtime I wanted more football. I did absolutely. I did. So I was kind of rooting for that a little bit. I wanted to get to this question, just to kind of bring this to a close. Nick Foles three and zero in the postseason. 72-plus percent completions in the postseason was just dropping dimes all three games in this game, too. And I don't think it has anything to do with the system or the pieces around him or whatever. He just looks like a different guy than the one who, I guess, contemplated retirement. A 115.7 quarterback rating this postseason. Um, Now what? So he's under contract for another year. Right. I have to think that there's a win-win scenario out there where the Eagles find a team who wants him. I don't know if other teams really quite know what to make of him at this point, but you cannot argue with how cool he was in the postseason, how well he played in the postseason. He won a uh, a Super Bowl. Um, The Eagles have to find some kind of trade where they can, they can move him, where he gets a chance to start, as opposed because you have to start Carson Wentz next year. I heard that conversation as well. He's your you franchise. Have, Carson Wentz is still your franchise. Yeah. That has not changed. Nope. So there has to be something out there where you can get some value in return for Nick Foles and give him a chance to take this momentum and parlay it into another contract.
0: You have to find somebody who's seen the tape. Don't go back to the, one of the best regular seasons in NFL history when he was the starting quarterback under Chip Kelly. That's that's a full season to Tate. Now you got... This is validation of that. Correct. That this, looked
1: like the exception to the rule in his career. Now, now it's, it's validation. validation.
0: So, I mean, the Eagles have him under contract for one more year. Somebody who wants him as the great line from draft day, fleece him. You're going to be able... You're going to... The Eagles are in the catbird seat. Name your ceiling. Make it high. And fleece him. If the Browns come calling, do you go after the one or the four pick? Say, all right, well, we want the one and maybe take the four, but I think Doug Peterson and I also think Nick Foles have a little bit of a say in this. Do the Eagles, how how far do they want to push the bar, and do you want to get rid of them? I don't, I don't know, but they're sitting in the catbird seat, and I think they're going to be able to flee somebody in that position because it's never going to be hotter than this. It's musical chairs. There's always more quarterback openings than there are quarterbacks and another one might
1: be out there somewhere all right we're moving on in the keystone Kickoffs. another big win in the state of pennsylvania penn state wrestling over ohio state this past weekend we'll talk to brandon pelter about that coming up right after this
0: this is andy shea from the keystone sports network you heard us talk about 409 tailgate sauce for a while now honesty moment i use 409 tailgate sauce at my house and it's a hit with my family and friends my barbecue chicken always comes out great The sauce also works on pork, beef. You can even put it on your burgers. Go to 409tailgateclub.com to order 409 tailgate sauce for you or that tailgater in your life. And remember, always tailgate with honor.
1: You trust AAA to work at every mile. But AAA doesn't just cover your car. They can also cover your home. AAA Home Insurance protects every square foot. And when you add AAA Home Insurance to AAA Auto Insurance, you get more protection and more savings. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA insurance agent today or visit AAA.com to learn more about AAA Home Insurance.
0: The harsh rain and wind ahead will be very tough on your roof. Prepare for the season by showing your roof, you give a shingle, and call Long Roofing. That's long, L-O-N-G, the name that's been trusted by families across the Mid-Atlantic region for more than 70 years. Right now, you will get free gutters with your roof replacement from our friends at Long Roofing. Give them a call today for a free estimate on your roof at 844-405-LONG. That's 844-405-LONG.